Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living and God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 2 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native tongue? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jew and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonder of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had too much wine. Peter addresses the crowd. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd, Fellow Jews and all you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what's spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit in all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I would not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me through the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah. Then he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. 
exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he did. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourself from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. The Fellowship of the Believers They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is the end of Acts chapter 2. So here we see a huge thing going on. We see the Holy Spirit coming down for the first time at Pentecost after 50 days of of the ascension of, of Jesus to heaven. And then we see Peter addressing the crowd, explaining what has just happened, why everyone is speaking in tongues, and everyone is able to hear the apostles speaking in, in their own native tongue language. Uh, and we see the fellowship of the believers, how they come together, commune, take care of each other. And day by day, the Holy Spirit just keeps adding more and more comfort to this movement, to the kingdom of God. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your amazing grace. Thank you for this miracle that happened, for giving us your son to die in the Holy Cross. But then, after resurrection, wiping away our sins, and then leaving behind the Holy Spirit to anoint our lives, to guide our path, to keep adding to the kingdom, to keep adding children to your to your kingdom, to your following. Father, we are beside ourselves in terms of your mercy and your grace and your plan. We don't comprehend it, but we know that all we need to do is be faithful and to love you and to love others, to let our guards down, to stop thinking badly about other people, to stop making assumptions. Everything we think is right, it turns out to be wrong. When we speak to people, when we get clarification, we are able to see that we don't see the whole picture. We don't, we're never right. We only see a glimpse, and that's always distorted by our own needs, by our own selfish desires. So let us truly be out there naked in and just let life come to us and see it through the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit be our eyes and our ears and our heart. 
and then we'll see things differently, we'll hear things differently. Let us stop making assumptions and judgments, and let us trust in God, and let us trust in His people. Again, let the Holy Spirit be our guide, and be the doer and the speaker, and let us be silent. Let us not put forth our assumptions, our thoughts, what we believe, what we want, our needs. Let us put all that aside and just trust and be empty vessels so that God's true purpose can be carried out. Lord, give us this strength, this wisdom. In your Holy Son, we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reinterpretation of Acts chapter 2. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.